हायर प्लेसेस ऑलवेज लीड टू लूजिंग योर जॉब समथिंग टू थिंक अबाउट सो वेलकम टू एपिसोड फाइव ऑफ ई कॉन्स एट वर्क वेर इन वी डिग डीप इन टू दी फिलिप्स कर्व आई होप यू आर सिटिंग ऑन योर कंफी चेयर एंड रेडी टू शावल अप दिस इकोनॉमिक कंसेप्ट सो वॉट इज द फिलिप्स कर्व द फिलिप्स कर्व इज एन इकोनॉमिक कंसेप्ट डेवलप्ड बाई ए डब्ल्यू फिलिप्स that states that inflation and unemployment have a stable and inverse relationship the theory claims that with economic growth comes inflation which in turn should lead to more jobs and less un- unemployment however the original concept has been somewhat disproven empirically due to the occurrence of stagflation in the 1970s when there were high levels of both inflation and unemployment now let's go into a little depth of this phillips curve The concept behind the Phillips curve states the change in unemployment within an economy has a predictable effect on price inflation. The inverse relationship between unemployment and inflation is depicted as a downward sloping concave curve with inflation on the y-axis and unemployment on the x-axis. Increasing inflation decreases unemployment and vice versa. Alternatively, a focus on decreasing unemployment also increases inflation and vice versa. The belief in the 1960s was that any fiscal stimulus would increase aggregate demand and initiate the following effects. Labor demand increases, the pool of unemployed workers subsequently decreases and companies increase wages to compete and attract a smaller talent pool. the corporate cost of wages increases and companies pass along those costs to consumers in the form of price increases moving on let's talk about the phillips curve and stagflation stagflation occurs when an economy experiences stagnant economic growth high unemployment and high price inflation this scenario of course directly contradicts the theory behind the phillips curve The United States never experienced stagflation until the 1970s when rising unemployment did not coincide with decreasing inflation. Between 1973 and 1975, the US economy posted six consecutive quarters of declining GDP and at the same time tripled its inflation. So, expectations and the long run Phillips curve The phenomena of stagflation and the breakdown in the Phillips curve led economists to look more deeply at the role of expectations in the relationship between unemployment and inflation. Because workers and consumers can adapt their expectations about future inflation rates based on current rates of inflation and unemployment, the inverse relationship between inflation and unemployment could only hold over the short term. When the central bank increases inflation in order to push the unemployment lower, it may cause an initial shift along the short run phillips curve but as workers and consumers expectations about inflation adapt to the new environment in the long run the phillips curve itself can shift outward this is specially thought to be the case around the natural rate of unemployment or nairu which is the non accelerating inflation rate of unemployment which essentially represents the normal rate of frictional and institutional unemployment in the economy so in the long run if expectations can adapt to ch- changes in inflation rates then the long run phillips curve resembles an and vertical line at the nairu the monetary policy simply raises or lowers the inflation rate after market expectations have worked themselves out in the period of stagflation 
workers and consumers may even begin to rationally expect in inflation rates to increase as soon as they become aware that the monetary authority plans to embark on expansionary monetary policy this can cause an outward shift in the short term short run philips curve even before the expansion in monetary monetary po policy has been carried out so that even in the short run the policy has little effect on lowering unemployment and in effect the short run philips curve also becomes a vertical line at the nairu let's now talk about how this philips curve was being exploited it became quickly accepted that policy makers could exploit the trade off between unemployment and inflation a little more unemployment meant a little less inflation during the 1960s and 70s it was common practice for governments around the world to select a rate of inflation they wish to they wish to achieve and then expand or contract the economy to obtain this target rate this policy became known as stop go and relied strongly on fiscal policy to create the expansions and contractions required and thus this led to the breakdown of the curve by the mid 1970s it appeared that the philips curve trade off no longer existed there no longer seemed a stable pattern the stable relationship between unemployment and inflation appeared to have broken down it was possible to have a number of inflation rates for any given unemployment rate why is there a trade off between unemployment and inflation so first an increase in aggregate demand from ad to ad2 causes higher real gdp therefore firms employ more workers and unemployment falls second point however as the economy closes clo gets closer to full capacity we see an increase in inflationary pressures with lower unemployment workers may can demand higher money wages which cause wage inflation also firms can put up prices due to rising demand third therefore in this situation we see falling unemployment but higher inflation let's now talk about the monetarist view of philips curve monetarists have always been critical of this philips curve trade off they argue that in long run there is no trade off as long run aggregate supply is inelastic monetarists argue that if there is an increase in aggregate demand then workers demand higher nominal wages when they receive higher nominal wages they work longer hours because they feel real wages have increased however this increase in aggregate demand causes inflation and therefore real wages stay the same when they realize real wages are the same as last year they change their price expectations and no longer supply extra labor and the real output returns to its or original level therefore unemployment remains unchanged and we have a higher inflation rate the increase in aggregate demand only causes a temporary increase in real output to y1 after inflation expectations increase the short run aggregate supply shifts to left and we end up with higher inflation and output this aggregate demand aggregate supply model explains why we only get a temporary fall in unemployment firstly adaptive expectation monetarists argue there is only a short term trade off between unemployment and inflation secondly rational expectation monetarists argue that there is no trade off even in the short term the rational expectation model suggests that workers see an increase in aggregate demand as inflationary and so predict real wages will stay the same so 
just to give you a summary of the monetarist versus the Keynesian view. A monetarist would argue unemployment is a supply side phenomena. Monetarists argue using demand side policies can only temporarily reduce unemployment by an ever accelerating inflation rate. Monetarists argue that unemployment is determined by the natural rate of unemployment. Whereas Keynesians argue there can be a demand deficit unemployment and during a recession demand side policies can reduce unemployment in the long run with perhaps some inflation. Thank you for listening. It's a great motivator for us and we have such keen listeners like you. We'll soon be back covering an interesting theory in the next episode. So stay tuned at Econs at Work.